Good evening, everyone. I hope I hope this sounds right. We're going to talk about it in a second. Let's get started. Hey Jen. Hey Noam. Hey everybody. Good evening. Yeah, it's uh, it's Wednesday night. We're all crossed out, and we hope that we sound like we're supposed to sound on the microphones. I don't know. Let me know. Right, we're not recording through the um, apparently the wireless controller that lives on top of Noam's hard drive. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Like okay. So first of all, okay, good sound. So like okay. So here we got to talk about something. So last episode, not only did it get like weirdly deleted, and I had to like talk to Colin they had to like uh, get their engineers to rescue the episode from the abyss somehow somehow got deleted uh yeah it also turned out we did it for some reason Colin defaulted to my my dual sense controller and so it sounds really weird because like it's sitting right here next to us and we're talking into mics and like in our headphones and we think we're talking into regular mics and stuff. And no, it turns out <laughs> we were just doing that for ourselves and you were hearing us from a totally different <laughs> mic. Right. We were listening back to it and it's like, why do you sound so hollow? Uh, and I got it. You know, I, I actually did. Uh, I did a podcast with Siraj like, like two or three years ago where that happened, where I sat there like this with headphones and a proper mic talking through my webcams mic and I only noticed when I like sat down to watch it later and I said like why didn't you tell me and he's like yeah in retrospect you did sound kind of weird and I was like ah damn it (laughs) (laughs) and I used to be so OCD about that when I had my own solo pod like I would literally do sound checks before every single recording just to make sure that something didn't go haywire and that I'm all of a sudden recording from like my headphone speakers or the web, like the webcam or the the computer speakers, yeah. Sure, and uh, it's yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a slight deficiency of calling that there is no real good way to um, kind of monitor your what you're doing in a, like an audio sense, uh, but <clears throat> you know it 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 also didn't you you couldn't even do it on your computer until a little while ago. So like, I got to assume that, you know, they're probably, uh, you know, refining these, uh, these abilities further. Yeah. You need meters. Exactly. Uh, Clint Olson, you, you just need something like that. Or I would even make do with, I mean, you know what we should probably fucking do. We should probably just use OBS and then use the output of OBS for this. And I create like a bus and then, cause then we can like feed in the music shit. I didn't, yeah, Never mind. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. I was saying, now, now we're now we're talking about it a lot. <laughs> don't you love when I don't you love when I uh, I brainstorm uh, tech stuff on 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 the show? Uh, so anyway, O'Neill asked before, before we went live: Are we talking Elon yet? We are not. We're gonna save that for the pod. 
uh, for Sunday because it's like just happening today and stuff is still happening. Somebody tweeted at me now that he said that the reason this happened was that there was some incident with his kid at the airport, but I did that happen or not? I'm sure I said to because Jen said like, Oh, that sounds weird. And I said, yeah, I'm sure it's being checked right now. Like I'm sure the New York times and semaphore and the Washington post aren't like sitting around while Elon is like some psycho jumped on my kid's car at the airport. And now I don't want people tracking my plane, which, you know, on its face makes sense. But so anyway, we'll see. Not to mention, I have lots and lots and lots of thoughts about all of this. And I don't want to step on somebody's Taylor Lorenz moment because somebody's <laughs> having somebody here is having his very own Taylor Lorenz moment. But I want <laughs> I, I still I want to talk about SBF first before we get to talk about your Taylor Lorenz. Moments. Yes. No, because it's not. I know we were, jo- we were just joking about <laughs> which one was more important. It is very no, no. The whole Taylor Lorenz thing extremely not important. It's just funny. I like it's 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 weird that you replied to me and I don't know whatever. We'll talk about that later. It's a really not. But yeah, SBF uh, getting arrested, uh, saving saving apparently saving the cabal, the <laughs> the, the secret cabal. Yes, the Epstein the Epstein uh, Masons. Uh, because uh, he was arrested before testifying to Congress, right? Now, there are so many reasons that this is a dumb thing to say, right? I A few people I saw said it sure would have been nice if it had happened, right? But, yeah, go ahead. I mean, I, I finish your thought because, I mean, my my thoughts on the niceness of that happening is – well, yeah. so yeah, okay, Strident. so okay, so I no, no, I mean, I think a lot of people who are reporters are like the idea that somebody's being put on the stand under oath because they, you could then run that against other stuff that they said. It's very, it's very convenient for a journalist, for a fact checky journalist, for a rigorous journalist to have lots and lots of stuff that somebody said on the record. You know, like I get it, I get the desire, the journalistic desire for it to happen, but. There are two things here at play. The first is you got to assume that it's not just going to be a dumb circus, right? Uh, which yeah. which is quite the assumption. Quite right? the assumption. And you also got to assume that he's not going to just dodge and dance around and not give any straight answers the second that he's under oath and say, ugh, and er, and I don't remember because – because the, the the idea was like, oh, they missed this golden opportunity to to nail him on perjury. Bitch, they're like, there he's going down for way worse stuff than perjury. You know, right? Like, that's like, okay, fine, one more charge. If they could prove, if they could make it stick, which they probably couldn't, and you know, and maybe he would have fled. Like, you don't know if they could wait another day. Who the fuck knows what was going on there? Right. And so, for anybody who's been living under a rock. Uh, SBF was picked up in the Bahamas, extradited to the U.S., um, indicted by Southern, Southern District of New York on a whole massive host of federal offenses, many of which carry massive amounts of jail time. I mean, we could be looking at like Madoff levels of jail time. 115 years or something like that, they said, because there's like wire fraud, securities fraud. There's political campaign uh, right. viol- yeah. contribution violations. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to be nuts. So They routed campaign uh, donations through other people just to, to, to circumvent rules. And this fucking bastard 
went out there and was like, oh, this is all Citizens United fault, right? Who f- I got to go find. This is funny because I said to Bridget, you know, about the joke about the, mm-hmm. the nuclear missiles falling. Yeah. And you're like, I got to go find that fucker on the internet who said this wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, some guy said to me, I who the fuck was it? Was it like Aaron? It was like an Aaron Rupar type who said to me, uh, so you're going to, are you willing to admit that Citizens United is a bad thing now? Just because Sam Bankman fried no? was like, see, this is all <laughs> Citizens United fault. No, because everybody that cites Citizens United fucking cites it incorrectly but anyway so the pivot has been from oh no they'll never they'll never arrest fbf because he's so connected with the democrats and he gave him so much money they'll never go after him too oh they 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 snapped him up they snapped him up before he can testify before congress <laughs> before republican lawmakers could question him before congress and like okay this this is what pisses me off about this is just the sheer goddamn unseriousness of people who make this allegation because here's the thing if you genuinely believe that this dude defrauded people out of billions of dollars you should be fucking happy right now you should be happy that he is facing federal charges you should be happy that he is sitting in a jail cell right now wondering how he's going to get his next vegan meal versus either sitting in the bahamas or sitting at a luxury hotel in dc waiting to testify before congress why what the fuck are you mad about you know he was gonna gonna do it via zoom he was not gonna go to dc for that that's even worse like i mean well no he said because i I don't want to go to dc because of the paparazzi paparazzi. like this motherfucker ever ran away from the press a day in his life it would have been like anyway uh, excuse me uh congresswoman waters i can't (laughs) we're breaking up right like i mean i mean it would have been bullshit and that's my that this is this is my problem if that is your thing if you're like oh no republican lawmakers aren't going to get to question him i'm like i don't give a fuck about republican lawmakers i don't give a fuck about congress questioning him i care about him facing federal charges in a federal courthouse with a federal judge and a federal prosecutor where he is going to face federal prison time I don't care about a congressional hearing. No. If you care, what you cared about was not this guy actually getting punished for anything. What you wanted was for a chance to dunk on people on Twitter. That's why you're mad that this congressional hearing isn't happening. You wanted the viral video clips so you could circulate them on Twitter and get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. Like, no, I'm sorry. No, if that's what you wanted, you are an inherently unserious person. You don't actually care that this guy committed crimes. You just want to dunk on people on Twitter. So shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> Not to mention that the the crime, proving the crime in court is very boring and technical. And when you're talking about crypto, which is something that people – even people who like know what they're talking about, you know, or, or, you know, or, or are, uh, in like the, the lawmakers and are sp- supposed to be in that kind of field get totally lost a series of tubes. You know, we joke mm-hmm. about it, about it, things being a series of tubes, but, uh, um, you, you're right. Like the Congress part of it is just going to be about the, the politics. Who'd you right. donate to? Why'd you donate to them? And you did this and it's not what you want is that you want the, you want the nitty gritty. You want the, you can't claim that you didn't know when you took this money and you put it in here and then you use it to buy this thing 
and this account was run like this and this, you know, whatever this, this money was in violation of the TOS was done in this way. It's all very technical. Coffeezilla, I'll keep saying it again and again. Coffee, he was even on the Lex Friedman podcast. Oh, nice. I was happy to see that. He, because he's a, he's finally getting his due. This guy's like been toiling for a long time. I know he built it like a big following, but uh, uh, has been uh, very on the money because he knows he really liked Coffeezilla. LOL, says Neil. Yes, I do. <laughs> but, you know, again, it's like a newish, it's like a newish. Thing I I uh, it was before FTX that I got I got uh, on him. I'm trying to remember. It was probably right around the Save the Kids token thing, where all those Phase Clan people promoted this like uh, this like uh, supposedly charity NFT thing that t- turned out to be like a huge rug pull. Uh, uh, and he was like a someone that other YouTubers uh, mentioned at the time. Anyway. Um. Uh. Yeah. And and again, the idea that per, the perjury thing, like we said, oh no, he's not going to face perjury charges in order to face much worse charges. Right. And and to go back to the congressional hearing. Yes. And I, I'm very glad it's not happening because, like you pointed out, like these people in Congress know nothing about crypto. Like if you've ever watched a congressional tech hearing, you are so thankful right now that this hearing is not happening because, quite frankly. This might have been the one that would actually cause me to stab myself in the temple with a rusty butter knife because it would not have been any kind of substantial questioning about the internal workings of FTX or Alameda or anything like that. It would be people asking like the dumbest questions of life basically to make viral clips because that's all congressional tech hearings are now because these people do not in any way, shape or form understand anything in the tech sector like they can't even figure out like how to make it their own tweets and like they're gonna like seriously ask questions who's on who's on the committee what committee was it i gotta i gotta fuck i gotta fucking see somebody is, call in is, is anybody on the committee under the age of 60 when well, no, i just want to see hold on sbf uh congressional testimony what committee was it i need to see because this is important this is, it's important to see who was on the committee to see how much of a clown show it would have been it would have been an absolute clown show uh in front uh planted blame uh, uh into uh in front of congress but in front of what in congress somebody tell me the reporting on this is always crap uh i mean even on congressional tech hearings you would get lucky <laughs> if you had like one person who asked like actual substantial questions about like oh, content moderation and everyone else is just like, why, why does, why, why did, why did my Apple phone show my niece this meme of me? And it's like, the fuck are you asking? Like, yeah. what? Okay. Here are the committee members. Oh, so God. Maxine Waters, obviously, which again, she has a picture with him around with, you know, his arm around her, all that shit. Okay, Carolyn Maloney, whatever. Let's. I'm. I'm just. I'm just scanning it. You know, like quickly. I guess. Uh oh. The ranking members: Patrick McHenry. Is there anything? Let's see if anybody catches our eye. <laughs> oh God. Let, like Barry this. Barry Loudermilk would have absolutely gone for the viable tweet. Cindy Axe. Absolutely. Let's see. Ted Budd, of course. Oh, Lee Zeldin is on it. I guess. Blah blah blah. Let's keep going. Wow, it's a pretty big committee. Uh, you know, there's actually and that's not oh, to Rash- say that all of them would have showed up. Rashida but. Tlaib, but like re- relatively speaking, it's actually not that bad because it is the Financial Services Committee. It isn't like 
It isn't like intelligence. It isn't, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know. But, right. but what do any of these people know to ask actual substantial questions of Bankman Freed? That is like, a good question. Like I what, I, what, what were you going to question about? Like, what do you, what, what do any of these people understand about how crypto works or crypto exchanges or what happened here? Like, Oh, nothing. AOC is on it. Oh, I did not oh. miss AOC's name, but like, I don't, but that's but the you thing. Know what? Like, Sometimes she, she actually asks good questions. But, but, and also like, this isn't exactly, this isn't really uh app up, up like the alley of her, uh, uh, like, grandstanding like this isn't right. really like, her wheel her grandstanding wheelhouse and she has been known sometimes to actually ask like good substantial questions of the people that she's questioning in a like a committee hearing and stuff things so just don't make the, yeah, this is thing this don't make uh you know they don't make social media for that exact reason. right like uh, occasionally she actually like you know doesn't make an ass out of herself and actually asks like questions that make it real like Make it seem like she might have actually, like, I don't know, studied the topic in question before showing up. Well, sometimes her youth, like she I had not, I've said this before, like she, her, her connection to like a lot of sort of things that young people do is just more natural and less weirdly artificial and like hollow than, you know, people who are much older than she is. It makes sense, right? There's such a huge general, like uh, the generational shift right now is so much quicker than it was like, you know, during our grandparents time. And so, yeah, somebody who's like 10 years younger than you can have so much more of like a, a intimate understanding of something like this uh, just by nature of being, you know, the right age when it became a big thing. Right. Like I, I could see like. I don't, I don't know if she'd be an FTX girl or a Binance or if she'd just be really basic and use like Coinbase, but I can see her having crypto. Uh, she would, she would probably like, uh, she would probably uh, um, uh, invest in like uh, some kind of shit coin that would be, uh, that would sell itself as being green. Right. Like, that's she'd what she have would like fall, some, yeah. some kind of like crypto. Carbon zero crypto. There was definitely, there was definitely something like that. There was definitely some kind of carbon zero crypto uh, scam, I think. Carbon zero crypto scam. I'm just Googling that. Carbon offsets are a scam. Convicted for carbon credit scam. No. Are they none of these like, are none of these crypto, crypto coin? Is there a zero carbon cryptocurrency? There's, I feel like there's a cryptocurrency for everything. I bet there's probably like a cryptocurrency devoted to like, workers rights and she would invest in that yeah i mean there is literally like a marketplace for that's called carbon zero but uh but the the uh but but you know like the point is it's like it's extremely energy inefficient uh blockchain maintenance is very uh expensive and uh it costs a lot of electricity which is not green and so you know a lot of a lot of the yeah she would want her coins to be green mined yeah yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of that. There's I need a, them to be carbon neutral because it's very important to me to make sure that I am supporting climate change and making sure that I am not contributing to the problem. So all of my crypto is carbon neutral. Even though, you know, carbon neutral is an extremely bullshit term because it involves offsets. Wait, a minute, doesn't she have a Tesla? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does. That's kind of funny, given everything going on. Anyway, I mean, I guess so. I, I again, I think it's silly. I think it's kind yeah, of silly yeah. to 
A to be conflate like, A with B, but whatever. Gonna, yeah, I know, whatever. Yeah. It's not to mention that like a lot of the stuff that she doesn't like about him was true before he got Twitter too, like the union problems, the Tesla, all kinds of shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet. And yet. Still driving a Tesla. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Twitter just bought a Toyota Prius, but no, bought a Tesla. So, uh, so SBF, nice picture of him being uh, led. Because uh, also, I think he's still I think he's still in the Bahamas, which is just like. I thought they brought him. Is he? I thought they extradited him already. I don't think so. Right, let me see. Because I, I, I don't think so. FTX was denied bail in the Bahamas court hearing Tuesday. He was sent to jail, described as overcrowded and rat infested. But that was Tuesday which was yesterday. yesterday. So he might still be there. This is paywalled, so I can't see. I think he is slated for extradition. Because, I mean, why else would they pick him up? I mean, Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Of course, of course. They're not charging him in the Bahamas or something. No, 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 no. Of course. But, you know, you know, it's not – that stuff doesn't work quickly. Right. And that's, that's another thing. Oh, like, see? He's, he's fighting extradition. Good luck with that, bro. I, I, feel, I, I don't think the Bahamian government is going to particularly care about protecting you. My I mean, dude. if he wants, and if he wants to stay in that rat-infested prison right. while he fights extradition, let me see. Where when is he? When is he supposed to get extradited? Uh, he, the flight risk, blah blah blah. Um, has an extradition hearing set for February eighth, twenty twenty-three. Damn. Oh, my boy's going to be going a minute without some vegan meals. He's going to be, he's going to be, he's going to sit in a Bahamian prison now for two months. Ooh, wow. Or is he going to get bail? Be, or I, is he going to get bail? I don't think in this situation, I mean, I don't know how Bahamian courts work, but I would be highly surprised if anyone would grant him bail in this situation. <laughs> Why was he? he Knowing he, that yeah. he is a, he isn't a flight risk. He's a flight certainty. Why is he in the Bahamas if they extradite? Uh, uh, asks Neil. Um, well, first of all, uh, uh, bribes. Yeah, like because he thought that yeah. they wouldn't extradite him. I mean, that's also kind of where FTX was located. Like they were buying tons of real estate there. He, one of his, when he was uh, confronted uh, by the New York Times, I believe, about all of that property, like he bought his parents this 121 million compound. He was mm-hmm. like, no, no, it wasn't theirs. It, their name was on the title. It was actually going to be FTX's compound. And one thing he said that sounded almost believable and probably actually is at least semi-true is that he said, um, he said, we're setting up shop in the Bahamas. We need to entice our people to come move here to work here. So we got to build cool, you know, we got to build cool facilities for them right. to want to come live here. And I mean, there would be like, I, I say legitimate, but technically I, like legitimate in air quotes, like tax reasons to base yourself in the Bahamas. Yeah. Uh, so he and, was and by not... legitimate, I mean like tax evasion. Yeah. Okay. But... So, so uh, thank you. Uh, Kit J 1989. He was denied bail. So he was denied bail. Right. I mean, cause there's, I mean, so he's going to, he's going to see, yeah, he's going to, there it is. His extradition hearing is in February. So he is, Ooh, enjoy like... Chris, enjoy Christmas in that Bahamian prison, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Oof. They're gonna give him a nice Christmas dinner, Hanukkah, of like yeah, gonna... ham and yeah. maybe some beef and uh, Hanukkah no. gelt. Is he gonna have? He's gonna spend his Hanukkah in the. <laughs> well, you you see, that's the thing. Like he's vegan, so like yeah. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. I right. I know there was an article where his family was like, "Can he get vegan meals in there?" It's just like, dude, 
And I, I was going to make a joke about the like the QAnon shaman and how he got vegan meals, but he was in a U.S. jail, so I don't think I don't think SBF is getting vegan meals in a Bahamian jail. Correct. So and 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 once again, it's not that I have uh, particular problems with someone's dietary restrictions, and I also think, again, my uh, opinion on like you know criminal justice reform has evolved somewhat over the to like I kind of softened on it. I've become more dovish. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, like the idea that somebody shouldn't get, you know, like the things that they eat just because they're in prison is feels kind of shitty to me. But, oh, boy. Yeah. Like, oh, fucking boy. Some cases really test you. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, ex- and, and also not just test you, because like you said, what am I going to do? Reform the Bahamian prison system? They have one prison, too. And also, he might get it. They might be like, yeah, fine, whatever. Bring it in. Like they want. Yeah. The thing is, like here. They serve it in the commissary. They gotta give you vegan food in the in the the cafeteria, right? Um, but the point is, like, it, it again. It just goes to show. Wouldn't you think? I here's here's a funny thing. During COVID, my biggest fear about getting COVID was how am I going to take care of my dog? Right? How am I going to walk my dog if I get COVID and I got a quarantine? It wasn't the disease itself, right? If I was a vegan, one of the reasons I wouldn't break the law in the Bahamas would be like, how the fuck am I going to get vegan food in a Bahamian prison? Right. Like that would literally be part of my, you know, like if you need like diabetes medication, you don't go to Thailand with like heroin because you're like, I'm not going to be able to get my diabetes medication if I go to prison in Thailand. Yeah, that, I mean, that is something to think about. But, of course, I don't think he ever really thought about going to prison. I mean, so clearly not. Clearly not. But also, like, it's just – it's 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 very irritating to see stuff like that because it's like, son, now you're in the shit, right? Up until – it's like you don't you don't understand. Like, you really don't get the, the actual trouble that you're in and how fucking infuriating – you acted right up until this moment. It's just like, it's insane. And, and also like to go back to the whole, like, Oh, we, we wanted him to testify in front of Congress. So he'd incriminate himself. I'm like, the man has been like incriminating himself this whole time. Like he has not shut up. Like he's just, if, if, if there was a way for him to like, tweet in this Bahamian jail he would just tweet his way through it like come on now and you're right and and so the under oath when people say oh but he would be under oath they're just talking about the politics stuff because you would only say that if he didn't because you're right he already said the incriminating stuff right. what is he gonna say later oh no I lied about the incriminating stuff because <laughs> I was not under oath okay then why didn't you lie in your own favor you know like right why don't you lie and be like uh, I, I knew it wasn't me yeah <laughs> No, and there were days Spassi was confronted with – even the New York Times, which was right. at times uh, too easy on him, confronted him in real time. They were like, you said on, that you you thought mm-hmm. this on this date, but here's your tweet from this date, all that stuff. Um, I, you're right. You, you're, it it w- would maybe – again, I'm trying to consider – it's funny that you say that because I'm really trying to think hard of a situation where something of real substance – arose from Sam Bankman free testifying before Congress. And for the nothing. fuck of me, I cannot nothing. think of it. Absolutely nothing. And Congress has no power to charge anybody with a crime. I mean, they could recommend things to the DOJ, which 
who cares? SDNY has already got this covered. I mean, they'd probably kick it to them anyway. So like the congressional hearing would have served zero purpose other than to just grandstand and let people act like an absolute asshole and show that they know nothing about crypto. Like, what, what would he have revealed? I'm trying nothing. to think, right? Like what big secret? We, we know who he donated to. It's all that all is going to all also more of it's going to come out right. because they're going to comb through his financial. Do you think they will go after his girlfriend too? She's the head of Alameda. So right. in the announcement of the arrest or whatever it was, uh, the language uh, in the, the DOJ's thing made it sound like they're going to indict other people. There's a lot of rumors that uh, Ellison is the, is the turncoat. She lawyered up because where is she? Where's she? He's doing all these interviews. She's gone. Well, She's I mean, in the wind, right? Yeah, and I still maintain that he was going to try to throw her under the bus for this whole thing. Like, just blame it all on Alameda. Be like, I, I just, I gave the money to Alameda. I don't know what the hell they did. Kind of, and that was initially, he kind of did say that. Right. He'd be like, I, fuck if I know. I, I, we had a contract with Alameda. I gave them the money. I don't know what they did with it. The, the, exactly, like, right. The, the, his, his argument seemed to be initially like, I trusted them. Like, we had like a level of trust established. We were in a polycube. And so, in the, the, yeah, no, but, in that, well, no, because they helped seed us all that crap. Yeah. <laughs> so, when they asked me for $4 billion, I just gave it to them. Right. And, and, and forgot, and because, for, and forgot about it. Because that's a thing that people, Dude, it's absolutely not a thing people do. Nobody gives somebody $4 billion and then forgets about it. <laughs> like, I, I think it was actually a CoffeeZilla tweet. <laughs> he was like dunking on them on FTX for using QuickBooks to do their accounting. Oh my God. Yeah. Look, their bankruptcy lawyer is like, he just cannot believe what he's witnessing. Just look at his face. The guy's aged like 15 years since he took over FTX. I, like it just started going through the records and we're just like, oh my God. And I fuck? love, and I love how he said in just like the, the driest of tones, he was like, I got nothing against QuickBooks. It's a very <laughs> fine piece of software, just not for a multi billion dollar. <laughs> QuickBooks is what you use when you have like, your little business and you like employ three people and yes. you make maybe like, I don't know, $150,000, $200,000 a year. Not when you're running a crypto exchange where you're exchanging billions of dollars a year. Jen and I aspire to one day use QuickBooks for this yes. podcast. Like that's, our, <laughs> that's like our end goal is to need QuickBooks. <laughs> one, one day we will make six figures from our little podcast. Yeah. Oh, Clint Olson. Don't get me started about Intuit and TurboTax. Go, oh, oh God. Yeah. Don't, go, don't ask him about TurboTax. Go, so yeah. Go search for my tweets and the words TurboTax. Please don't see. ask, please don't ask this man about TurboTax. The absolute nightmare I went through with TurboTax. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, um, so you know, it, it turns out cause, cause you know, you said everyone was like, oh, he's not gonna, even Elon. Right. Everybody was like, oh, Elon, he's, he's going to skate tweeting way too much. Um, he's never going to get arrested. Right. You know, he, well, he said there won't be an investigation, yeah. which is silly also. Cause like an investigation will like necessarily take place like away from the camera. Right. But also, um, uh, yeah, like, but the thing I understand and that I shared is the pessimism and it's not just because I would, didn't even think of it because Democrats. I was thinking because like because rich 
crypto people like this who have billions and then end up like with houses in Dubai and stuff, they always skate somehow. Like there's so many, the world of crypto especially is full of lots of scammers like these who are like still around somehow, even though they they did lots of shit like this. I mean, it's clearly not as bad as this. And so you develop this kind of pessimism that the rich and powerful will ever be held accountable. And that's a little different than being like, he's in the Democrats are in his pocket. So he's going to never going to go to prison. And if I wanted to be like a super cynical person like that, I, all I would have to do is point to Bernie Madoff. Like I, Bernie Madoff got the book thrown at him. I obviously plenty of Democrats participating in his, very clear Ponzi scheme. Like the first time I ever heard about Madoff's scheme, I, I was like, that is absolutely insane bullshit. There's literally no way nobody can promise like quarter over quarter, 12, 13% returns. Like that's bullshit. Like that's a scam. Like I don't even understand how people fell for that. And, and the, and the weird thing, well, first of all, it, and it, and he, it lasted for a long time. Right. That was one of the reasons that yeah that one of the reasons it, that it that it kept going so long was that he was able to keep it going for so long right, right because you're able to pull in more people because like obviously like you reach a certain kind of like terminal velocity where new investors are looking at current investors and like oh this person and that person and this person they're all invested so clearly this must be good stuff here yeah. and 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 and, and again re the regulators said everything was fine you know, there was a lot of that stuff, but yeah. I know stories. I know like two stories. I can't, I can't say who it is, but I know at least two stories about people in like money, like rich people mm -hmm. who were like, I am not going fucking 50 foot near that Madoff guy. Right. Every, all of my friends are investing there. I'm, I, that is yeah, super I, sus. I'm not touching that with a 50 foot pole. And those people skated entirely. Right. right. They were I would, like, I don't care how safe everybody says this is. I'm just looking at math. Yeah. I'm ignoring like, oh, hell hype. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm right. Like, I'm nope. looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was like, you're all being, you're all being, you're blinded by the lights. And I'm just looking at the math. And I, that doesn't, and it looks suspicious to me. And I'm not going to invest with this guy. And, they, and, you know, and they look like fucking, you know, like boss shit now. Mm -hmm. Right, because they didn't lose like millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, and so, and you're right, and 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 he didn't he didn't skate, and it's like the thing that also like he has like four different letter agencies going after him. It's not just DOJ. It's like the SEC, the FTC, the FEC. I don't know what. It's all that shit, and it's like those people aren't they they're not gonna let some guy. They, this is a giant case. Like some people are gonna like this is gonna be career making for people in DOJ mm -hmm. in the FEC. This is a giant giant case that's gonna be studied for years. They're not gonna just hold off because someone's gonna be like, oh no, he donated to our political campaigns. Hold off on the whole Sam Bankman Fried thing, guys. Right. It's just like, it, it never made any sense. And like the whole pivot to now, like, oh, this is, this is a giant Democrat plot to, to get him, get him arrested. And so he can't testify in front of Congress. I'm like, he's going to testify in a federal courthouse. Like what? what? Or maybe not. Yeah. Or maybe not. But even I mean, if I not. Don't, I don't even, I don't yeah. even know if they'd let him plea. I don't even know if they'd put that on the table. No, but he might, he might not test. He probably wouldn't testify. Like his lawyers would be like, okay, now this time shut up. 
I, this this man is physically incapable of shutting up. You could you could like not even put him on the stand. He's just going to be there, like at the table, be like, "Excuse me, excuse me, hi. Um, I would like to just set the record straight here, and then just proceed to like completely have diarrhea of the mouth and incriminate himself." Oh my god, yeah, and it's so. Uh... His lawyers are going to be like trying to physically restrain him. Right. My fear, I'll tell you what my fear was. My fear was that it was going to be this thing where it's going to be like the DOJ requests all documents from FTX and their lawyers did it. And then it takes a year and two years and three years. And in the end, it's like he pled down to third degree securities fraud and got 15 months probation. Like that was the thing. That was what I was afraid. I wasn't afraid that he would like totally skate. I was afraid that it would be one of those fucking things that get tied up in courts because rich and powerful people with lawyers can tie shit up in courts and get all procedural and eventually get some kind of relative slap on the wrist yeah palms and palm slap you know they get some like ridiculous fine oh he needs to pay 12 million dollars they garnish his salary right. somehow and some he declares personal bankruptcy it all fucking goes away that was what i was that was my nightmare scenario and i it looks like that's not happening which i like because right. that that's that is the thing that triggers my existential dread. It's not the idea that some pedophile ring keeps you out of trouble. It's the idea that if you have money and power and lawyers, you can like red tape yourself out of trouble. You know, like you could make uh, you could make the process of getting you in trouble so complicated and so expensive that even the state is like, okay, fine, fine, take, take yeah, some, probi- take like, some yeah. probation and just leave. It's been 15 years already. Exactly. And I, that I hate, that is something that I hate about our system. Right. But I mean, this case is so prominent that this is not going to be something that they're just going to let like go away. I mean, this is, it, it seems like, SDNY wants to make a big deal of this. And so they are going to, and it's not going to be something where it's just me like, okay, like drag this out in court for years and years and years, which again, kind of brings me to another point that I wanted to make, which is people who were pissed that there was not like some immediate thing that happened with the U S legal system. As soon as this story broke. And I'm like, do you understand how the legal system works? Because this, this is actually going pretty damn fast. And I do imagine that it is going to be a while before we actually get to the federal trial, because of course you're going to want to bring in like forensic accountants. You're going to want to bring in people to like really go over the books of FTX and Alameda to see exactly what's going on. Like the prosecution is going to build as strong a technical case as possible. So I would not be surprised if it wasn't another two, two and a half, maybe even three years before this actually goes to trial. But yeah, I mean, this is how the criminal justice system works. And like we were talking the other day about like the speed of the criminal justice system. And I'm like, we are just now getting to the point where participants in the January 6th riots are getting like actually convicted and getting their prison sentences. And I'm like, it's almost 2023. So again, it's like you, it's not... Our criminal justice system is not known for moving fast, even though you are constitutionally guaranteed the right to a speedy trial. Um, Speedy is very relative in certain cases. So, yeah, I I would imagine it's probably going to be like at least three years before we get like a conviction. But, yeah, this is going to be this is this is all going to come out in court and they're going to lay it out. You're going to know everything that happened. And I like. 
people being like, oh, we're not getting a congressional hearing this week. I'm like, can you please shut the <laughs> fuck up? Yeah. Oh, right. Exactly. As, as Kit J says, it took a while for Elizabeth Holmes to be arrested. Right. I mean, that, that was, stuff. yeah, that took that, that whole saga was a good, what, five years at mm-hmm. least? Yeah, it takes time. Yeah. It takes time. It's all a matter of like what I, I, it, I'm just, I'm just going to be interested to see how his life plays out as this happens and yeah it's going to start with a few months in in prison in the bahamas which is uh not great um oh i see we have a caller but we really have to we really have to talk about uh taylor lorenz so, so i'm, okay, I'm sorry okay, lance we really have to do it we're we're, we're... <laughs> hit it go on taylor lorenz minute <laughs> i need to make a jingle i mean i really got to make a jingle one of these days we're going to do this on cam so everybody can see my faces. <laughs> my face and her face as I do my face as I'm doing it. <laughs> he said the thing. Um, I mean, look, we're not, not going to make a big deal about this, right? It, it's because the thing is this. It started with uh, the, the, the Barry Weiss thing. Because everything goes back to Barry Weiss about these days. And we're going to jump over the Barry Weiss thing. Because like I said, I have a whole weird uh, uh, conflict of interest, you want to call it? It's not but, exactly a conflict okay, of I'll, interest. I'll, but... I'll, do, I'll do the TLDR version. So basically now in the way, because she did one of the Twitter files threads. And so now there is this rebrand going on of her Substack. It's now the free press. And it's being kind of sort of softish relaunched I, I don't really know how you would even consider that but anyway so new slash old thing and taylor lorenz did a article about it or not uh, an article she just tweet she tweeted about the article about okay it. uh basically like accusing barry weiss of being born wealthy which she wasn't and then marrying somebody wealthy and then you got all these connections and blah 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 blah, blah and then that's obvious it's it's easy to be successful if you have all these things which is first off incredibly rich coming from taylor lorenz second off um barry weiss was not born wealthy and basically it's all just professional jealousy because people are still salty that the, the the bad people on Substack are literally making a million plus a year, and uh, yeah, and and uh, and also she, and and she said I, I, in that same thing she said something like well here because she has her own thing that she's part of I guess right called Pest Pest Magazine or something like that oh <laughs> yes I know it's spelled it's, it's spelled uh, P E S T E. And it looks Sorry. like it's a, yeah, I know, I know. It looks like it's a COVID Karen kind of affair. And she says something <laughs> like, "If you want the real, if you want the real buzzy media startup that all the corporate media people aren't talking about because it doesn't serve the needs of the rich," and it's like, no, it's because nobody fucking cares. No, no, but also <laughs> like, I, I, she's talking about uh, the corporate reporters as though she didn't work for the New York yeah, Times like and then the you. Washington Post. That's you. That's like every president who's like, I'm a Washington out. Like Obama into secretary was like, I'm a Washington outsider. Like, it's no, like, you're not. Washington is named for you now. I, 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 you, you, you know, yeah. you live in the White House. Yeah. You're not an outsider. And then anymore. Trump, and then Trump did the same thing, right? Right. He, the swampiest person ever is like, oh, I'm a, oh, the swamp. Right? Yeah, like, okay, bro. Right. And so she's talking to other corporate journalists. And of course, she's jealous because her thing is not, it's like Parker Malloy, which I, whose Twitter I didn't check 
today, but every time uh, Barry Weiss's career is like talked up somewhere, she gets really, really mad because because her career has gone nowhere. But again, I'm that's I don't want to talk about that because, like I said, I Barry and I are both sort of friendly, and I also right for her well, sometimes I, was, and so I, I, was, I can talk about it people just mad because you know the bad people are making money but and that they're was, not right like parker malloy is never going to make on substack what barry weiss is making on substack now now the thing that annoyed me because forget that forget rachel i don't know because I, I don't know where i don't know anything about like the barry's financial situation growing up i don't know anything about where how and where she gets the money for her current ventures so any kind of comments about that are totally beyond me and above me and outside me the thing that i glommed onto was that she said that she had no journalistic ethics or something like that related to you know the the twitter mm-hmm. files probably or whatever but for taylor lorenz to lecture people about journalistic ethics with her you know like cvs receipt long record of fuck ups of journalistic cor- violations. Glenn Greenwald says she has more corrections than people have socks. <laughs> that was kind of funny. But, um, and so all I did, innocent old me, was, oh, was brought no. up the, brought up the, the relatively recent incident in which, uh, cause what had happened was Claudia Conway, uh, uh Kellyanne and George Conway's daughter, Claudia who was 15 at the time, was a TikToker and was blowing her parents the fuck up on TikTok, right? Recording her mom yelling at her. She was replying to her dad on Twitter, all kinds of stuff like that. She was doing the thing that like a really rebellious teenager with, uh, with uh, you know, would do, but like it was playing out in public because her parents were public figures who were also, if you want to get into it, I think t- terrible parents because part of the reason their daughter felt compelled to do this was because that their own bullshit got played out in public because George is bashing her. She's, you know, she, she's kissing Trump's ass because she works for Trump and her husband is out there saying horrible things about him and every, and you know, everybody who works Mm -hmm. for him and stuff like that. It's fucked up for a 15 year old. Right. Well, I still say like that, the George Kellyanne thing and then the George Kellyanne Claudia thing. I still say the whole thing was staged and they were just trying to get like a reality TV show. But anywho. Interesting. I mean, to me, it seemed so like, like I was just like, ugh. like I, 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 I was just like, this, this is just ter- This is such a disaster. I mean, your view might be right. Who knows? But uh, I, cause I don't know if George Conway would have been into the idea of a reality show, you know, maybe them, but I don't know if he, if he would have gone, uh, but, but the, the point is this Taylor Lorenz, uh, was talking to Claudia Conway on TikTok, and, uh, in a way that, uh, was, uh, per, you know, considered so problematic that George had to go on Twitter and say, reporter, stop talking to my daughter. And Kellyanne went on the view and said that it was Taylor Lorenz and also wrote so in her book. And when George said that, it was also clear that it was her. She said on Twitter that they were talking and that they were mutuals. And, and all I did was fucking bring that up. And f- for whatever reason, that tweet got like 10,000 retweets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It, you know, it happened to go because everybody was talking about that. Everyone was mad at her tweet about Barry Weiss. Uh, and so it got on her radar. 
And she responded in like just the weirdest of ways because she both quote tweeted me and like replied to my tweet, even though I'm blocked. I've been blocked by her for years. So she like unblocked me to reply to me to then block me again. But, uh, and again, I'm blocked. Her replies are always off. And then she's like, people are lying about me. And she ret- she did a, a really irritating semantic thing where she was like, I didn't report on it, even though that's bullshit. Because, you know, if somebody like her, who's a, a TikTok and social media writer who is using their Twitter as part of their like reporting like, as part of their beat. And like the, the whole reason the story became a story is because Taylor Lorenz did this whole Twitter thread about Claudia Conway. And then the Conways, George and Kellyanne, called her out for like talking to their underage daughter without their knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> and they're basically like, can you please not be a creeper and talk to our underage daughter without our knowledge or permission? Right. And I don't like, I've been taught, this is something I've been talking about for literal years. Like there's very old tweets of me talking about this exact thing, 2018, 2019. I don't like, because this was also why part of the blue check thing, I, I, I like that they're kind of shaking it up. I hate, that a journalist, you know, with like hundreds of thousands of followers that they gain because like they work, let's say, at the Washington Post, some political reporter at the Washington Post goes on TV. They're on the Washington Post. Their Twitter gets like hundreds of thousands of views. But then it's also they're like private brands Twitter. They'll like tweet about things that they like. They'll tweet about whatever. Uh, to me, one of the famous cases was Rachel Bade from the Washington Post and her Mary impeachment tweet. I don't know if you remember this mm-hmm. during the Trump impeachment uh, hearings where we're running up on the, the anniversary. It was December 18th. I actually checked oh my earlier today. Uh, there was the uh, Trump impeachment proceedings, and a bunch of Washington Post reporters went out to lunch or dinner afterwards or whatever. And it was like Rachel Bates, Sung Min Kim, and a couple of others. And she took a selfie of them, and she wrote Mary Impeachmas, right? Mm-hmm. And that caused a big problem, and she had to delete it, and the Washington Post had to comment about it and stuff. And and because people said, oh, it shows bias. And I said, it doesn't show bias because I don't think Rachel Bate, I know Sung Min Kim is, is very fair, and I don't think Rachel Bate is particularly unfair. It shows that they don't have a firewall between their personal, because she thought, oh, funny, huh? It's a, you know, right. impeachment and it's Christmas and we're doing the thing. And this is also my personal Twitter. It's not just my professional thing. And it's like, no, that can't work like that. I don't like that it works like that. And, uh, and what I think, because uh, Elon proposed this at one point. A news organization should be verified, the Washington Times, the, the New York Times, for instance, and then it can assign its like check mark to anybody who works there. But they can say, "Look, we'll do that. We'll give you like the New York Times yeah. verified thing association." But you can't. But you gotta, uh, uh, you gotta, uh, you know, adhere to certain uh, guidelines. If yeah. you don't, fine, tweet whatever you want. But you're not going to have it. You're not going to be associated with it on Twitter. You can, you can use it as your personal account, but there's not going to be any branding and not whatever some kind of separation like that because it is this weird gray area where Taylor Lorenz can say, Oh, I didn't report on it. I just tweeted about it. And then every report about it cited my tweets about it because I'm a TikTok reporter. And I also go and say, I'm a big TikTok reporter and I'm the biggest person on this beat or whatever. You can't then say, I didn't report about it. Right. And it's like, that's the little two step that she was doing. She's like, I didn't write a story about it. Like, okay, but you were the story. Like, your tweet thread was the story. So, yes, you did report on it. Like, just because you didn't, like, get paid by the New York Times to do that, which I'm sure I I, I would imagine they were probably pissed about that. But 
Right. It's like you became the story. The whole story is about you contacting her and the whole idea of, okay, this is my personal Twitter. This is my professional Twitter and how everybody just kind of shifts back and forth. It's like, we live in an age where to get a job in media. Now you have to have a social media presence. Like you have to already have like a following. So there isn't really a firewall between personal and professional anymore because that's, your personal is your professional. Like that's how you get employed. That's how you like make your notoriety. That's how you get to where you get. So like, you can't really say like, Oh, this is just my personal account. But I'm like, no, there's, there's no such thing as no, a personal her, account anymore. And the top thing on Taylor Lorenz's page is like subscribe to my sub stack, right? It's, right. Her, it's her own sub stack. That's not related to her Washington post gig. It's like there. It's this weird soup where you can just say, "Oh no, I wasn't. I wasn't." Say, and that's. I hate that. I hate that. I like. I take pride in the fact that I all my account has always been just me, right? And I never. There's been times in my life where people like offered me, uh, not underhandedly, but like mm-hmm. they said, like, "Oh, you know, how about we want you to do this like fellowship or something like that?" But yeah, part of it is like to tweet. Right, because you're like, famous on Twitter. And I was like, I don't, I, I can't, like, I, right. I, I'd, any tweet, any tweet that somebody else composes for me feels dirty to tweet. I swear to God, like, if anybody's like, here, tweet these words, I'm like, no, no. can I, can I put this in my own right. language? I don't want to tweet somebody else's words. Like, it's my, it's my mouth. Yeah, it's my account. Yeah, and I like I've always had that. I've always had that. And I've, by the way, had to tweet, uh, or and po- not, not tweet actually, just po- post in other places from someone else's mouth. And it's 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 a thing, you know, like whatever. When you run social media for people, right? You you know you need to tweet with their their vo- voice, their voice. Yeah. Um. And, and yeah, like, and even when I was deeply anonymous, I actually had like a, a an aversion. I said like J Pod's articles. I don't think I ever ever shared any of them when I was uh, anonymous, even if I liked one, because I was like, how am I going to put this? Right. Like, read why this you... account from the person I'm totally not related to. You know, whatever. I was just like, this is weird. I'm just not gonna. I'm just not gonna. I'll call right. him and I'll tell him I like. Yeah. Just go like send him a text message. But I'm saying like that's how sensitive I was with myself because who would ever fucking like nobody and it wouldn't matter also because I wasn't promoting it. I was just saying like, oh, I like this. Yeah. Right. And so, and so I, I I'm I'm especially sensitive. To the idea that someone like her would say, oh, it doesn't count because all I did was a huge thread where I brought all of her TikToks over the Twitter. And then everybody who wrote about it said source Taylor Loren at Taylor Lorenz on Twitter. Right. Yeah, it's just it's it, I mean, Taylor Lorenz is full of bullshit. So but everybody here knows that. And I don't understand how she saw the job. Anywho, <laughs> I just got, you know what? I just got extremely irritated. She called me a liar when, again, especially when there is no, like she is, she self cloisters in a way that makes it like impossible to ever comment. She even got mad, you know, when they, uh, when they introduced like the idea to, uh, to, to uh, shut off replies, you know, like mm-hmm. the thing that she does, right. She was, she ran a lobby for a little bit to also disable the ability to quote tweet you 
She just wants no. She wants right. She wants it to be impossible for people to read any kind of like controversy surrounding her. That's why, by the way, it's so hard to find her old tweets. She gets herself scrubbed from like Internet Archive. She's one of those people who goes to Internet Archive. Like I, the tweet of hers where she was like, "I spoke to," that was hard to find. That was not easy to find. Uh, abnormally difficult to find, I would say. Right, and that's why she thinks that she could just like lie about shit like she just lies about shit yeah it just happened to have been cited by like 16 articles right. on the day that she did it you can't scrub all that right and i was able i was able to find a screenshot of it which again i'm saying was like was was relatively difficult um and and which is again it's just she's just a sus weird person and i i i just really took i i just really took offense at the fact that she like implied that i was lying when I said, like, if she wants to argue that some kind of different context to what I said, but lying, fuck you, Taylor. So <laughs> send this clip to her. Like, that's <laughs> this is just bullshit. Like, I'm just tired of her bullshit. That's all, really. Like, now that it's now that it's about me specifically, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, it's fun, you. It's fun to laugh about and whatever. But like, I'm really. It's just. It's really irritating. Really, just like, just stop it. It's just enough already with you. <laughs> it's so funny because like she has you blocked, she has me blocked, she has everybody like blocked that doesn't love her. And I'm like, how'd she even see your tweet in the first place? Like some it, it so some so it, it one of two like DM'd her. No, one of two things. It's probably not that because it's not. She's not one of those people who I think that like the people snitch to and she cares. Mm -hmm. uh, it was because a million people at mentioned her, quote tweeted it with at mentions of her. And wrote like "fuck you," Taylor, right? <laughs> you know, like that's one of the things. Is I, I, it, it's funny because you know, I, I think to myself like, oh, I'm just gonna screen cap this person. I'm not gonna quote you, like Hassan or something like that. Right. I always forget that like 50 people are just gonna at them anyway. Yeah, so like, 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 like the whole reason I didn't do the quote tweet people is because I didn't want to at the person. Like, it, <laughs> respect the respect the screenshot people. I've given up for a while. I had this rule where like, don't if I wanted to tag someone, I would don't don't, don't snitch tag, even though like. A lot of people aren't doing it to get you in trouble. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I'm just joining in the like, fuck you party. Right. But I stopped. If I would block, if I blocked people for snitch, snitch tagging, even if they were just doing it for fun, all I would do is block people because like people just do it. Right. It's like, stop it. Stop snitch tagging. Like, respect, no, with respect the rules. <laughs> uh, Anil, with Taylor Renz, it was because I was blocked. Yes. When I'm blocked, I do it. Or Amanda Carpenter. People are like, why aren't you adding Amanda Carpenter? I was like, because she muted. She said she was muting me and muted me. Otherwise, I would do it. Yeah. But, like, I don't want to scream into the void. I don't, whatever. Yeah, what's the point? Like, yeah. if you know you're blocked, I mean. Exactly. And, yes, I was blocked by Taylor. But, yeah, like, a million, she got a million ad mentions because it really went, <laughs> it really went, it was, it, like, surprisingly viral. Like, I did not anticipate. And then the thread that I did in the in response to her completely uncalled for and unfair tweets. Really, Taylor, like, you don't have to be that toxic and <laughs> and uh, impolite. <laughs> Just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pretend to take the high road. I'm just gonna be like, you know, I don't think, uh, I don't think you're fostering an uh, an atmosphere of discourse that is uh, that is very polite and uh, yeah. Anyway, don't 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 come after me with that shit. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I had receipts. Anyway, Taylor Lorenz moment. Yes, <laughs> that was the the Taylor Lorenz segment this time. <laughs> we haven't had one in a minute. So, and what was so funny is like. 
when the the original tweet was going around, I, I texted you like, "Are we having a Taylor Lorenz moment?" You're like, "No, nope, no." I said, "No, absolutely not." No, because <laughs> because it was just about the Barry tweet. I was like, "Not not everything and Taylor then, Lorenz tweets is worth talking about." And, and then and then she attacked you, and you're like, "Okay, we're having a Taylor Lorenz moment." <laughs> Jen's at work. Jen's just at work. She doesn't know what's going on. And I think, hold on, I got to pop it up. What did I write? I wrote. Oh <laughs> uh, wait, where is it? uh god we text a lot <laughs> yeah well whatever show prep and stuff um where was it because i was like no oh okay that was like way, way earlier never mind um where is it damn it see this is how much we text so we, we can't find it. it's buried somewhere yeah okay I just wrote, like yeah. grocery shopping yeah. and <laughs> exactly that's what happens when your neighbors uh yeah i just wrote i just wrote like just after whatever talking about something else okay now we got to do a taylor lorenz bit because she's tweeting about me <laughs> and jen writes oh hell and i wrote oh my god i'm so fired up at her and jen writes back taylor lorenz minutes and i just wrote taylor lorenz hour <laughs> <laughs> I spared you guys from an hour of this, so yes. you know. she's gonna post like, oh, "Why are you so obsessed with me?" <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was enough. Enough Taylor. We got to figure out a way to get your haters to like promote the pod. I know. I said she she has the pod account blocked because uh, I think a lot of people like kept writing Taylor Lorenz minute and adding the pod <laughs> account. And so I think she just blocked it at some point, just out of force of habit. Like, I don't know what this is. And whatever. I, I don't yes, care. Block. <laughs> and so I, at least, at least she know she knew it existed for long enough to hit the block. Button. So you've heard of me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you have heard of me. Okay. Anyway, I think we can, uh, I think we can uh, wind down uh, this show, which with, with, I think this is this the is this the no, this isn't one. No, no, sorry, I think next one is is going to be the last of the year. Yeah, because like like next Wednesday, yeah, that'll be fine because we're recording on Sunday, and then next Wednesday, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm doing the thing where we plan out the podcast. Exactly, on the podcast. <laughs> Gotta love that. <laughs> Gotta love the 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 live planning sessions, right? So, uh, yeah, anyway, thank you for uh, joining us again for All Crossed Out. Nice uh, show, which this time also sounded properly and had a, a nice audience. Thank you, everyone. I know it's uh, some sort of, you know, current events happening. And so happy to hit the hot topics. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, do some, uh, let's do some plugs and then we'll uh, see you all on Monday. Okay, so obviously you know where to find us here on Wednesday nights at 8.30. Obviously you can catch us live or catch us after the fact. Our main podcast, Ambitious Cause for Attempt, drops on Mondays. You can find it on all your podcast catchers. You know, Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Flash Audible, all of that. You can find us on Twitter at AMBXCover. You can find me on Twitter at ThatGemMonroe and on Substack at GemMonroe.Substack.com. Yay, I'm Neon Taster on Twitter and also YouTube.com slash Neon Taster and twitch.tv slash neon taster and instagram.com slash neon taster we're gonna do some streams tunic i don't know what else yada yada armored core six i don't know what else we're gonna stream we're gonna stream me and uh, my uh, rabbi bill clinton <laughs> <laughs> playing death stranding too <laughs> have a good night everyone we'll see you later bye good night